Good morning, welcome. It's Gospel Pursuits time. It's the broadcast going out on World Glorious Network TV in Kenya and a few other places around there, I'm sure. And it uh, is the Spirit Life Part 2. We are welcoming people from the UK, obviously, in, in on my channels, on uh, YouTube and Gospel Pursuits on Facebook. Um, and we're just going to actually take the moment to share it on my own page. This is how you do it, you see. Um, if you are... Um, watching this, please share it. You just take your, take your time, go to the link, and then just press share. <laughs> ah, dear silliness. Hallelujah. Well, I've shared my own Facebook post, so there you go. Um, Gospel Pursuits Broadcasting to the World. Hallelujah. It's great to be back. A bit dingy and dark in the uh, good old UK. Uh, no sunshine today, which is upsetting. It's very uh, emotional for me. Yeah, I love the sun. I, I was talking to my pastor yesterday. And we were just agreeing that we could just do with just sitting down in a in a, in a, uh, a sunbed lounger for a couple of weeks, just chilling in the sun. If I'd really do that, it'd be great. It's love doing that kind of thing. But um, hey ho, we will get there when needed, when it's needed, and when it, time is available. Christmas is coming. We got Christmas coming up. Many things to do and much stuff to do. Planning. Um, I'm so looking forward to next year. Uh, obviously, I think God's got an amazing thing. I mean, let's just agree together that God's got something amazing for you this year. We're still in what? We're nearly in the end of October into November. So November, December, two year, two months left. Wow. Two, 2021 has flown by. Uh, all the, the stuff that's gone on in the world uh, is just, just rapidly approaching the, the return of Jesus Christ. And I can't say that enough at the moment. I, I mean, I, I, my two favorite scripture verses or one more, what two favorite things I say is, Seek ye first the kingdom of God. All these things will be added unto you. Because right now the job is got to be done, seeking the kingdom and pushing into the presence of God, pushing into the assignment that God's given you. I believe God's given us, each and every one of us, an assignment that he plans to see happen, plans to see done. Before the foundation of the world, he He, he formed us in, in his thinking. He knew you were going to be born for such a time as this. He didn't send the Apostle Paul or Peter, James and John. He didn't send them to this time, but he sent you and I. Uh, they did their job. They fulfilled their assignment, and now it's our time to fulfill our assignment. And I believe it's going to be a unified, lo local, unified church that c transforms nations to the gospel, the preaching. And if it doesn't transform nations, you may never hear about the nations that are transformed. You, I mean, I, I think in the olden days, when I was younger, I was I was brought up and was thinking that, you know what, God's going to do something so amazing that the news media is going to report on it. I'm not convinced they will. They will just ignore it, as far as I'm concerned. And, and uh, 
let's believe God for some good Christian news stations and some ways of getting the, the, the news out that go around uh, what the secular media is saying or, or whatever. I, I don't know how it's going to happen. It's exciting times to live in. The Spirit of God's moving. The Spirit of God's stirring up our hearts, stirring up my heart to keep pressing on, keep believing God for more. You know, the, the righteous and the, the godly possess the land. We should have land coming into our hands. The wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. We should be excited and focused and, and so pressing into and moving forward to what God's got in store for our lives that we're just exploding and increasing successful. People who plant churches shouldn't be striving for years on end trying to find the next person to come in. No, it's going to become easier because the grace on the church planter is going to rise up. The grace on the pastor is rising up. The grace on the evangelist and the prophet and the teacher. And I thank God that there's so much stuff coming and the pastor, the pastoral anointing that that the true pastoral anointing is going to be revealed in these last days and in, in shepherding the sheep and looking after and guarding the flock the evangelists the miracles the science the wonders are going to just start to increase the prophets are going to be prophesying accurately and with power the apostles are going to be sent into many nations planting and planting and growing up and raising up leaders great leaders will, will rise up within local bodies it won't be just one leader at the beginning of a of a of a, of a, a denomination that makes the difference there's going to be local leaders that really press in and and find what God has for them in their assignment I believe that things are happening and things are changing I said this I don't know if I said it yesterday that people are still amazed at how much Faith Life Manchester has been able to achieve during this pandemic other churches and other pastors are, are kind of boggled at that, what you've developed this you've done this you've done all that kind of stuff you know what it's amazing to be a part of something that is going forward I don't say that to brag I say that because there is an opportunity for spirit-filled, blood-bought Christians to thrive in these end times. No government holds you back. No, no government has the power or the usurps authority over God who created the heavens and the earth. He's the one who owns a cattle and a thousand. He can get you a pearl in the mouth of a fish to pay your bills. He could get a dog walking past with some money in his mouth. He could get a donkey to talk to you and give you guidance. There are things that God can do in your life that will flip a switch that just propel you into the the, the, the abundance that he has and that the, one of the foundational principles of that is the spirit life what we're talking about yesterday walking and being fulfilled it says in Galatians chapter 5 verses 16 it says walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill or be so, so, um, put underneath the pressure of the five physical senses there's a pressure that comes it says that when the sower sows the word, immediately the enemy comes to try and steal it away. There are weeds that kind of try and get in and grip you and grapple you and pull you down and take you away and, and rip your branch off of the root of, the, the, of, of Jesus Christ. You see, we're connected. We're, if you're a Gentile, you're engrafted in to the, the root of, of Jesus, the branch and, and the, the, the flow of the Spirit of God. We're connected. We're covenant beings. We're, we're, we're under the precious umbrella of the blood of Jesus Christ. And God is blessing us because we are hearkening and listening and obeying and going forward in the things of God. You fulfill, you, you walk in the Spirit and you will not fulfill, you will not take part in, you will not be under 
the pressures or the lusts of the flesh or the pressures of the five physical, what you are being told by your five physical senses does not overcome, does not overpower what you are being led by on the inside of the spirit. By the spirit on the inside of you, the spirit that is connected, your human spirit, born again, connected and filled to overflowing with the spirit of God that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. I love Romans chapter 8 and that's what I said yesterday we're going to go to. Romans chapter 8 starts with this, so now there is no condemnation who belong to Christ Jesus. I wrote down last night 28 and I probably could find more things that Romans chapter 8 says about us we're probably not going to get all of them but number one you and i we have no condemnation because we belong to christ jesus we belong to christ jesus you and i belong to part of the spirit filled spirit life living from the inside out i love that hillsong song i'm from the inside out God talking to us from the inside. It's not about me telling you what to do. It's about you hearing from the, for yourself on the inside of you and you just listening in that quiet secret place. I, that's one thing that God's been dealing with me is to get more quiet, to get quiet, to get into a place where there's quiet and listen for the still small voice. There's no condemnation to those who belong to Christ Jesus. condemnation or condemning language sees yourself under pressure all the time sees yourself under the weight of of sin under the weight of 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 disaster if you think about it if you're if you're walking under condemnation you always feel bad about something that you've done something that you said but you see the blood of jesus washes us he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins. So sin's not got an issue with us. It says here in, in the King James, I'm going to read it from the King James first and then go back to the New Living. Because there's a reason for this. Because I like the New Living actually. Because it helps us. Us Gentiles, us non-Jewish people, we're never under the, 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 the law. We never had given us the law. The law was given to a specific group of people and they were meant to share it with other people and bring them onto that, under, into their nation. But so it says this, There is there now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. See, it's really funny that the new living kind of really butchers that. Because remember, we're talking about walking in the Spirit and fulfilling not the lust of the flesh. We walk not after the flesh, or walk, that word flesh could be translated senses. We do not walk after the five physical senses, but after the Spirit. Uh, what is the Spirit? The Spirit is, Jesus said, my words are spirit and truth. So the Word of God is also brought into this. There's there no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the five physical senses, but after the Spirit and the Word. I love the Smith Wigglesworth prophecy that says these end times is going to be a combination of the Word of God and the Spirit of God. The Spirit life that you and I lead must have a foundation and a rock on the Word of God. My life is based on the Word of God. I flow in the Spirit because the Spirit works with the Word of God in my life. 
See, when when you are walking with the, your senses, or after the flesh, or after the pressures of the flesh, the reason you do that, the reason that you're in a position where you are, it's commonplace for you to listen and look at what you see, what you feel, what you touch, what other people are saying, is because you become accustomed to obeying your senses. There's a scripture verse in Hebrews. I love this scripture verse. And it's something that is something that we need to really attain to. Uh, Hebrews chapter 5. Let's start in verse 12. For when... For when the time you ought to be teachers, you have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God, and become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. Listen to this. For everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a baby. Listen to this. This is what I uh, will try to get into. But strong meat belongs to them that are of full age, even though who by reason of use have their senses or the exercise to discern between good and evil. So we're talking about walking after the, 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 the spirit. But if you're not walking after the spirit and you're living in that sense, sense realm, it's because you are, um, oh, sorry, you are uh, you're accustomed to, to obeying your senses. So you've trained yourself to put priority on your senses and what they're telling you, what your eyesight says. I'm going oh, to respond to that. My, what my touch is telling me, I'm going to respond to that. Now, that is not bad if you are in the sense realm in terms of if you're cooking and you put your hand on something hot and your senses say hot, there's a reason for that. But if you are stepping into the spiritual realm and trying to do spiritual things and relying on the natural surrounding and circumstances to justify whether you do something or don't do something, that is when the, the problems arise. You can actually exercise your senses to discern between good and evil and you can actually get to a place where you are so linked closely associated with the things of the spirit that you are obeying the things of the spirit above anything that the the, the senses do your senses actually become aware of what's right and wrong that's that's a level to go at you you should know instantly your body should know instantly that you're stepping out of line your spirit man will be will be telling you but you can get to a place where, you know, that your body understands. What, that's a crazy place in, some, in, 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 in the way we treat things nowadays. Most people will talk about you can do whatever you want and the grace of God will cover you. No, that's just not true. You should be so far away from the middle of the, the, the fence in the middle, the dividing line between good and evil, that you should not even consider touching the fence. You know, like when kids walk past an electric fence and they, they kind of like, Mommy, Daddy, what, what happens if I touch that? And you, you tell them, don't touch that, you'll get an electric shock. Now, a smart child will just listen to their, ba- their, their parents and say, well, okay, well, why don't I walk a bit further away to stop me falling into it? stop the temptation see when you make a decision to walk away from evil you make yourself uh, put in a position where you stay away from temptation the, the, what's that prayer the 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 the, 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 the lord's prayer lead us not into temptation 
the Spirit of God's never going to leave you into a position where you can you willingly can sit. And He doesn't want you. He wants you to lead you away from that. So you make the conscious decision to listen to Him, and you always stay away from the fence. Because remember, I've said this time and time again: if you're on the fence with the things of God, the fence doesn't belong to God. The fence belongs to the devil. That is not a position of faith. And faith is what pleases God. Faith runs away from evil. If you touch the fence, you repent and you get back into the line. Get back onto the road. Get back onto the path that is leading you into the good life, the good things. The spirit-filled life is leading you into good, good and perfect gifts, good and perfect promises. Everything that Father God gives to you is, is to do with life and life everlasting, not and in death. And think, well, What does it say in Romans here? Well, we've just read it. Romans chapter 8, verse 2, it says this, For the law of the spirit of life, and I love this, in the, king, in the new living, it says this, because you belong to him, the power of the life-giving spirit has freed you. Well, it says here in King James, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. The reason I like the New Living Translation, and where this is where I was going, because you belong to him, the power of the life-giving spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. Because us Gentiles aren't really adverse to laws in terms of God giving them laws. We're, we're actually, you know, we're, we're not under the, the, the old Abrahamic laws or it, the Mosaic law because we ne- it wasn't given to us. It was given to the Jewish people, like I said. But for us, we need to understand that the power that's in the law of sin and death, the power behind it, the forces behind it that would restrict us and bind us up and to put pressure on us and to keep us back, that no longer controls and exerts authority over us. The power and the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from every bit that the enemy would be able to put on. We've been translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. We are free. There is no condemnation because we are free. We're not walking after our senses. We are purposely making the decision not to walk by our senses. And we are training our senses by the word of God by our, our spirit life to actually be able to be, dis- our senses actually can discern between the good and the evil. That's the meat of the word of God. That's the, the, the stake. That's the, that's the main course that we are actually, actually in a place of, of full victory, full success right now. We are no richer than we're ever going to be right now. You might not see it in the natural, but the, the wealth that God has is in heaven. He's not, I, 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 this might not really be theoretically true, but let's think of it this way. He's got every, he owns everything, so he's not growing anything in terms of he owns everything. And we are joint heir with him. So my reserves, my, my support, my backing goes on for eternity. My finances, my bank accounts, in the natural, they might not look like I've got anything. But my needs are met not according to what I have on this earth, but according to the riches that are in heaven, his glory. My, all my needs are met according to his riches in glory. The finances that he has. But God's not going to rain money down from heaven. I know that. I know that. So it's our job to multiply what we've got down on this earth, but we're multiplying it on the basis that God is completely backing us 
He is not withholding from us. He withholds no good thing for us. He gives us all things to richly enjoy. That's the spirit life. The life and the, the, the presence of God coming out of us through our mouths. We believe it in our hearts and we speak it with our mouths and we have what we say it's the spirit of god leading you and guiding you to say the things leading you and guiding you to get and giving you the desires of your heart he's given you the desires of your heart he's placed them in there you've developed them you've grown them you've sown the word on them you know, the word is producing 30 60 100 fold and suddenly you start to see the answers before you rather than problems to worry about you start to see mountains that can be thrown into the sea you start to see the fact that answered prayer comes from whatsoever things i ask if my heart's not condemning me i because because remember if my heart's condemning me i must be walking under the law of sin and death i must be exercising faith in the sense realm do you know first john talks about if our hearts condemn us not then we have confidence towards god well this scripture verse says there's no condemnation to those who belong to christ jesus who walk not after the sense realm but after the spirit we're not walking after the senses we're walking in the spirit so when we're walking in the spirit there's no condemnation and we have confidence to god and first john says if we've got confidence to god we know that he hears our prayers and that he answers them and fulfills them for us it's like a de- we can put a demand on the power and the presence and the supply of god in the provision realm and the health realm and the emotional realm and the mental realm we could put demand on the wisdom of god he says we can ask for it believe we receive it and he will provide wisdom for us and when you've got wisdom wisdom produces wealth and riches at his right hand god has got everything in store for us in his word his word is so powerful so rich and so deep there's so much in there that's compacted that we can just spend i mean i've only just literally this is i'm cracking open one verse i've got pages of notes on this chapter and I only started reading the chapter a couple of days ago by the, the leadership of the Holy Ghost, trying to refresh my memory. And it's come from that Galatians, walk in the spirit and fulfill not lust the flesh. There's something about Galatians and Romans that kind of dovetail in. And you, you, you see in Galatians where he's talking about how putting yourself back under the bondage of what the law of the Jewish law any any Gentile Christian, any Christian that says we've got to go back to listen to what the Mosaic law says is missing it by miles. Because the law of of the of Moses doesn't apply to us because we walk in the law of love. Does that mean we won't fulfill the law of Moses? No, because the one law fulfills all of the laws. Love your neighbor as yourself, love the Lord your God. We love others and we bless us. We're not gonna steal someone else's wife if we love your their husband and them we're not going to steal their car because we love them what love does in the commandment of love in fulfilling the law it means that we don't have to think of whether something's right or wrong we just know if it's a step out of love it's a step into sin faith works by love so if your faith's not working maybe you're out of love that's what Mark 11, 22, 23, 24, and 25 talks about. It's the forgiveness power. The power of forgiveness keeps you fresh and free of, 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 of blockages to the answered prayer and moving mountains in your life. It's the love of God. The spirit life is the same. It's What did Romans, if you go back a few chapters in Romans, it says this. 
Hope makes not ashamed because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by what? By the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us the spirit life. Your spirit man is born again. It can hear the voice of God. That's who you are. You are you. You are your spirit. But then you've got the added bonus, extra uh, overflow of the Holy Spirit living on the inside. And you stir the Holy Spirit up. You stir that gift up inside the gift of the Holy Spirit. You stir it up by praying in tongues. You stir it up by just worshiping Him. You stir it up by faith, speaking, declaring the Word of God. God does some mighty things on on the inside of you as you start to just get in and start inwardly allowing the Spirit of God to move in your life. I know everyone wants step-by-step principles, and I, and I gave some step-by-step principles the other day. But when we're talking about the spirit of love, you, you know, go to Galatians 13. Declare Galatians 13. You know, we did that um, on my two-minute preach on Instagram. I would really encourage you to follow me on Instagram. There's a bit more content that goes up on Instagram, at Gospel Pursuits. And I interact on Instagram, and you can send me messages on there, and I'll get back to you and things like that. You take Colossians 13 and start declaring it over your life. I am patient and kind. I am not jealous, boastful, proud, rude. I do not demand my own way. I am not irritable. I never keep a record of wrong. I I never rejoice about injustice. I rejoice when the truth prevails. I never give up. I never lose faith. I am hopeful and I endure. I never fail. I walk in love. I walk in faith. I walk in victory. You see, when you walk in love, love never fails. You are a love creature. You've been birthed in love. How God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son. It was birthed in love. The death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ was birthed in love. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, come in contact with a love God. He loves you that he sent him. He died for you on a cross so that every sin, everything that has gone wrong in your life can be washed away by the blood of Jesus. God will help you through any consequence of anything that you've done wrong. He will fix things up. He'll make things work together for good. There have been people who have been raped and kept the baby and loved that baby. And that baby has grown up to be a man of God, man or woman of God. God does things through, even though the sin nature of this world is so evil and so nasty. You may have done nasty things. You may have had nasty things done to you. But the blood of Jesus will wash you clean, will get rid of all condemnation, will make you whiter than snow. You become born again. You become a new creature in Christ Jesus. The free gift of eternal life is in Christ Jesus. And the Bible says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You can know today, right this minute, where you are going to spend eternity, whether it be hell or whether it be heaven. You can make the decision for either one. You can ignore this message. You can reject Jesus Christ and not, and then go to a hell of torment for eternity. And believe me, it's real and you do not want to go there. If you accept Jesus Christ, if you want to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, or you feel like you need to recommit, all you have to do is say these simple words, Jesus, I ask you to be my Lord and Savior. I make you my Lord and Savior today. I believe you died and was raised from the dead. I make you 
my Lord and Savior today. Just say this, Jesus, you are my Lord today. God, Heavenly Father, do something with my life today. I know a famous minister's wife prayed that when she got saved. And she has touched millions upon millions of people. Because she has literally said, God, do something with my life. Gloria Copeland. Take a moment to digest what we've said today and talked about of the spirit life. If you've made a decision for Jesus Christ today, go to my website, gospelpursuits.uk, click the button, Jesus, let me know. Send me an email. If you want to give into this ministry, sow seed that will multiply back to you. Sow generously and you will what, reap generously. You could do that easily by going to gospelpursuits.uk. Click on the donate button. You can give paypal.me forward slash gospelpursuits. You can even send money through cash out, pound sign, gospelpursuits. Get involved in getting the gospel out there. Get involved with ministries that are preaching the word. And get involved with people who are fi fired up with the, the spirit of God. Hallelujah. Well, my time has come to an end today. Have a great day. Enjoy the weather. Enjoy your relationships. Enjoy the Spirit of God. Take some time. Get into the quiet place today. Enjoy the Spirit life. Let the Spirit of God dominate you. Let Him. There's a scripture verse further on in the script that we might, might talk about, about the Spirit of God controlling you. But in order to let him control you or to lead you and guide you, you have to yield the control that you think you have over your life. God is good. He loves you. He's got an assignment. He's got a plan for your life. Have a great day. We'll be back tomorrow at the normal time, 9.15 a.m. UK time. Um, if not live, you can get me on Spotify, iTunes, Instagram. And say, follow me on Instagram because there's other things that go on on Instagram as well. But, uh, and a great place to interact. Share the broadcast. Have a great day. Thank you very much for everyone who watched.